Yeah, and welcome back to <laughs> Radwash. Radwash. Rad yes, welcome back to Radwash. Oh, the mobile detailing podcast. That's right, Rad Country podcast. Yes, and uh, we are on episode, I think, twenty-seven. Now we're we're smoking through them recently. Yep, that's what we got to do. We just got to get through them, keep doing them. Yep. Then, then uh, somebody will finally listen. Hey, man, I was looking at our analytics um, yesterday, and I was like, wow, 700 downloads. Okay. That's, I feel like that's super legit. I, yeah, I, I definitely – I feel like uh, it's it's going to warrant having a John Earps episode soon. Mm. Old Earps. That'll be a fun, fun episode. Yeah, so that's us calling him out. Yeah. Um, John, if you're listening to the podcast, you're Come on, on deck, bitch. buddy. <laughs> yeah. And uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, the, the last episode with uh, Kel Walker was pretty good. I think a lot of people got some running advice out of that that was actually like pretty beneficial to some people. Absolutely, dude. I was actually telling Becky about it, and I think that that's something that we're going to get all over as soon as the weather turns here. I am a wimp. I'm not going to go run out in this weather, but <clears throat> when spring yeah, hits, we'll start, we'll start running for a minute and walking for five, and then running for 30 seconds, and then walking for 10. So how is that what you said? Yeah, and then go home. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> some stickers. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, <clears throat> I get to go to the uh, beautiful state of Illinois next week and spend Ooh. some time in Chicago for the probably fifth time in the past year. Really? Yeah. Chicago's a cool I, place. I like Chicago. Yeah, me too. Um, You're wearing the, their uh, hat right now. Yeah, man. So uh, I was up there for work a while back and – one of the guys that I worked with up there, he, um, he, he, he no longer works where with us, but he sent me a autographed copy of, of a, one of the Blackhawk players. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. And he was like, man, you need to like become a, a Blackhawks, Chicago Blackhawks fan. And I was like, I don't know anything about hockey besides I've gone to some Omaha answers games and I was just like, uh, okay. And so I purchased tickets to a Blackhawks game next week. I'm just going by myself because, oh, yeah. uh, uh, I don't care. Um, I, I enjoy that. Like I, then I can leave whenever I want and I don't feel pressure to stay or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, so I figured I probably better fit the mold um, while I'm there. And so that's going to involve, of course, having a hat, you know, yeah. everybody has, they have to have a hat of a team. And so that's the now role. I'm. When you go to like a sporting event. Uh, that's the role you, I made for myself. You, okay. I try so, to understand the mindset of sports fans. That's all. Yeah. Um, it's, I think the, uh, I like have YouTube TV and so you can pretty much watch any sports events that's going on at the moment. And, you know, I threw on, I throw on hockey almost, almost every night if I'm not watching like reruns of Seinfeld and, um, and so, you know, just getting into it. We'll see. We'll see what happens. This is, uh, this is the first commitment. Would you believe that my first and only ever uh, professional sporting event that I've attended, it was a hockey game? Really? Who was it? It was the Nashville Predators versus someone else. The only reason why I remember the Predators is because we were in Nashville. We went. I was actually with John Erbst during that. Oh. So that's one more reason he could come on and tell you about how um, he was very proud to, to be there with me. Yes, that's uh, 
I feel like uh, travel enough, go to these cities, and there's always like some, like I went uh, to Oklahoma City last year, and I went to a Thunder game um, against the uh, New Orleans uh, Pelicans, which I didn't even know was a basketball team until like I go to this game, and it was just random. I was just like sporting events near me. Yeah. Uh, Googled it, and it was like, uh, OKC Thunder, and I was like, Oh, well, I've never been to an NBA game, so I'll go to that. And it ended up being like the craziest game in NBA history. Uh, the, there was like two almost full court shots made in the last like 30 seconds to tie the game and then ultimately win the game for the Pelicans, wow. which was like, What did I just witness, and what did I just pay like? $25 to see. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty legit. Um, so the uh I I I guess with uh all of that anyway, you know, I've been uh trying to get back into the podcasting world because I feel like I go through spurts where I'm like either listening to podcasts or I'm listening to music during mm -hmm. my driving drive time or whatever the case may be. Yeah. And recently I've gotten back into podcasts again because I always listen to like Bill Burr Monday morning podcast, mm -hmm. which is just him, him rambling on for an hour <laughs> um, or your mom's house with Tom Segura and Christina Pashitsky. And then, uh, The uh, other one is five things you need to know right now, like in the news. It's actually pretty interesting. Okay. That that's um, and really, I mean, right now it's it's all about like what's going on with with uh, the United States with our gas prices, yeah. which is fucking ridiculous. Like I, I have to go tomorrow, and I don't want to to get gas. Yeah, yeah. isn't it bad that? Like my brain, so right now, as soon as this started happening, my brain went into overload. It's like, hey, how can I capitalize on this by not spending $70 every time I got to fill up my truck? Right. And dude, it's just, it's ridiculous. I, I think like a month ago, I filled up and it was like $40. Mm -hmm. And then this weekend, I had to fill up twice because I had drill and drove to Lincoln. Uh, three days in a row mm -hmm. and which was like ridiculous anyway um so i filled up and it was like total like 140 for the weekend and i'm like that's like what i made for the weekend i'm like <laughs> really yeah i'm just driving to just be present and then driving to come back it's crazy oh my gosh i don't understand it whatsoever I mean, if we would just tap into our reserves, then I'm sure we'd be fine. But I don't, I don't understand enough about all of that to know why the fuck we wouldn't. Know. But like, I don't know. Maybe someone smarter than me could help me. But well, I don't think that we personally have. I, I think we have all the resources we need here mm -hmm. to lower those gas prices. I don't know that we have the right people in the right seats to. Make, it make those make those decisions or for the whatever reason they're just not and we you know we cut off russia uh, right so no more import of russian oil coming to the united states um how much did that represent of the total oil that we buy anyway do you know it, it wasn't it wasn't much so i pulled up the figures the other day and it was like russia supplies like maybe 20 percent of the u.s oil or world uh Can't be, it's not world really well I, a big portion of that goes to europe right like some of sure. Europe's biggest countries i think are taking most of russia's oil sure i'm not i'm not 100 sure on that but i would say that i wouldn't say that they were a big well, i think that's part of the problem because where like they had pipelines that went through ukraine and then ukraine was like well fuck that we're not gonna be the middleman for free anymore so we're gonna charge you guys so they put all these tariffs and shit and then right. 
Russia was like, fuck that. We're just going to build a pipeline underneath your country and just go straight. I think it was to Germany. And that was the Nord Stream 1 or something like that. And then they closed down the Nord Stream 2 whenever he attacked them. Just, you know, whatever, whenever this started. Yeah. Which that's still, I mean, we've gone all over the place in the United States in the past couple of years. And it's been protests uh, mm-hmm. for for in rioting and and then that died down and then it's COVID and all of a sudden COVID just isn't a thing anymore and <laughs> then now it's now it's um, it's the uh, you know gas prices and Ukraine and yeah. all this stuff and honestly man like <clears throat> I was sitting there thinking about it the other day and. I think my first gut reaction and like what we, we talked with the vet the other night, uh, my first gut reaction was like, dude, I want to go help. Like my, the instincts inside of me kicked in and was like, Hey, this is why you join the military. Yeah. And there's my, I've got, I mean, the more, like 19, 20 year olds that I see come into the military nowadays. I'm like, man, they're not ready for that. Like they're not ready for anything like that. For that kind of combat. Well, just like, I just think like going overseas and being in a conflict in general, whether or not they're in combat or not. um, Just being involved in, in that. Right. There's, there's a lot more to it. And, um you know it's it's just crazy that shit man like every day or so like something pops up says like afghanistan was 10 years ago and i'm like dude i wasn't uh, the last time i was in a war was 10 years ago i'm like this is crazy like because it used to be like life in and out like every single day was the army and and all that now i've been out almost seven years of of active duty and it's i'm like i would still go back in a heartbeat and go do that if i you know was of course mm-hmm. called upon but uh i just feel like they're handling it pretty well yeah. from what i see with the media it they the media is surely making it seem like ukraine is killing it right now at least they, i don't mean to say killing it like they're winning hand over foot here i'm just saying like they're handling their business, like you're saying. Yeah, and yeah, the, I uh, gotta agree with uh, with with Ian the other from the other night when I was listening to you guys' episode. I was listening back to it, and uh, he was saying, you know, he wants to nominate President Zelensky for Person of the Year in Time Magazine. I couldn't agree more. Right, he's a badass. Right, I mean, yeah, every video I see of him, and he's. He's doing his little selfie videos, you know, like in the middle of conflict out on the streets, like reassuring his, you know, countrymen, like, hey, we're going to be good. We're just going to still fighting. here. Like, right. I can't imagine, like, I want that type of person as our president. Right. So you do know? I. I can't <clears throat> imagine our current president or any president, really. I I can't think of one in my lifetime where, where that he would be doing that. I don't. Right. Well. What's the uh, what's the legal age that you can run for president? Is it forty two? I think it's forty two. We look. need somebody. We need somebody around that age. I think in order to accomplish that. Well, wasn't you know Clinton the closest? Was he the youngest, or was Kennedy? Him, I think Kennedy. I can't remember. I don't know my presidents enough. We sound like fucking idiots. Uh, <laughs> We are idiots. Yeah. The, <clears throat> At least 35. That's even younger. Yeah. That means I could run for president. Shit. Me let's too. do it. You want to run against each other just for the fuck of it? Yeah. Like, let's run against each other for um, Omaha office. <laughs> City council. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to feed out Gene Stothard for mayor of Omaha. One of us will. And if we, like, if one of us wins, then I'll be your understudy 
And if I win, you'll be my understudy and you'll be my vice mayor. Is that what they call that? Is there a vice mayor? I don't know. Surely there's like be a my second friend. in command. You could be my first lady. And you have to come to like to uh, dinners and stuff dressed as a woman. That would actually probably encourage inclusion, right? Yeah, sure. And I would gladly accept that. That's nice. See, now, now we're on to something. Why can't the rest of society just have conversations like we just did? I don't know. I just think that like the, um, is there a house, like a mayor's house, like that she lives in that we would ultimately take over and we'd, we'd share like the i don't know the the omaha white house <laughs> it's gotta i don't know we gotta find this place because that would be so weak to you get a bust? The... sure man we could put a bust down like on harney street somewhere just like right in the middle <laughs> where it's like everybody's uh, like you literally have to go out of your way to get around it in your car it's huge and like just this right is in the the road. this is ridiculous i'm like well we're taking it back to roman times so this is mayor nick rucker right yeah, on man it's me with a All freaking guitar a guitar and a robe yeah. and yeah I, buddy one of those like just uh, the crowns with like the the wheat or whatever it was, you know, they like tied the whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. Was it it wasn't uh, it was something. Oak leaves. Oak leaves? Was it leaves ah. of some sort? Here we go. And, again. Yeah, that's fine. But uh yeah, then people would have to worship us and bow down and we would walk through town and I'd be like, go on and take a knee. <laughs> <laughs> Just go go take a knee, sir. Yep. And if they didn't listen, then it'd be, well, you're going off to jail. I perfect. We might as well just build a coliseum. Yeah. Why not? Perfect. That would attract perfect. so much tourism. It would be great for the city. <laughs> well, think of the jobs. Jobs that we would create. There would be just like endless, like, you want a podcast? Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead and have one. And great. You know what's funny is that Omaha doesn't have a lot of podcasts about Omaha stuff. No, this is it. This is the Omaha podcast. Like we're doing literally. It. We are the only ones that have a podcast that's not geared around food. Because there's one in Omaha that's like geared towards like, hey, we went to this restaurant and it was nice. And you should have some barbecue here. The thing is, is, yeah, that's cool. I won't talk shit. Yeah, I mean, I like food. I like food, too. But, uh, yeah, there's just not many podcasters. I'd say we replaced the Nick Rucker Country Billboard with a Rad Country Billboard. (laughs) I wish that billboard was still up. Me too. It just, they, I wish great. they would have just forgot to take it down. And we'll just leave this in the busiest part of Omaha. And then I get a bill and it's like $800,000. And I'm like, oh, oh. I, I said take it down, guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you know what? Uh, Omaha's cool, though, like in general, because like we get like, we have the CHI Center. So we get all these like national acts coming through here. Yep. And all that stuff literally happens maybe five miles from my house. Yeah. I never go down there. Like, <laughs> and I have people that like are from like back where I'm from in Missouri that literally drive the two hours to get here to go to an event that's here. And I'm so yeah. lazy. I can't drive the five miles down to go do right. that and because I don't want to mess with it. I know what that entails. Well, it entails crowds and fun. Crowds, fun, and and people that are drinking and uh, booze, booze, booze hounds. And I just of, don't. Out of that. I don't want any part of that. 
most recently we went and saw Eric Church down there. Was yeah, I saw your pictures. That uh, that sounds pretty sweet. How how was he? He is. He puts on such a great show. I can't even begin to explain. Like I'm not the biggest country music fan. Um, you know, I there are some artists that I like. I really like Eric Church. He's just like yeah. I said, he puts on a good show. And you know his music's great, so the crowd goes yeah. fucking nuts. Like when he plays this—I can't remember the name of the song, but whatever. These boots, yeah. Whatever. These he's throwing their boots up on the stage. Down. Yeah. So I, it's, uh, it's the uh, um, I saw him, which is funny because there's a guy that. I, I know that I kind of work with and he used to be the drummer for Luke Bryan when Luke Bryan was like getting started and he, he played, I was at country stampede like many years ago in Kansas before um, I was in the country, like bigger than I am now, I guess. And he was playing there and I didn't even know it. And Luke Bryan was so new at the time that he had to play a song like what he wrote, but he didn't like actually make this like he wrote the song, but he didn't go record it and become Billy Currington actually recorded. It's called song called Good Directions. So anybody that's listening, uh, the song Good Directions was actually written by Luke Bryan, performed by Billy Currington. And I remember being at that concert, nobody really knew who Luke Bryan was. And he plays this song and everybody's like, I know this song. And that's how everybody knew like who he was then at that point. And um, because of course, Billy Currington was more popular then than Luke Bryan, which that's not the case. That's not the case now. But the guy I know was playing drums that night at that show and, and now we work together um and which nice. is it's pretty sweet so shout out to frank um uh, which probably he doesn't listen to this i'm guessing but he um he used to talk about or he was telling me about like yeah man we used to tour through omaha and we go play at this place i'm like dude i play there like he's like oh yeah he's like do you remember this guy and i'm like he's still the owner I'm yeah like, damn man he's like yeah man that was like the early days of luke Bryan. like he would uh you know so small he'd get like had t- 10 people at a show and i'm like hey, that's me right now <laughs> like yep. i could be luke Bryan one day <laughs> yes you can Nick. <laughs> yes um but uh yeah it's uh the music world is small and it's kind of cool that uh you know those we, just hearing those stories and, and everything else it's it's pretty cool just like eric church um and i i didn't experience this myself but i know a guy that was telling me like when eric church was getting his start uh he would come through manhattan kansas and play at the hat is what it's called and he didn't have enough music to do more than one hour and so mm-hmm. he would play the same set two hours in a row he would just start it over again that's awesome and uh but that was back way back when eric church was you know getting his start as well but that's the times uh those are the times to get get to really see people is whenever so Mm -hmm. i challenge other people because we have a show coming up soon which shout out to my childhood friend ben davis who is coming back and going to be the drummer for us um we're playing at uh barrel and vine in omaha which is a big bigger venue and it's kind of like i guess if you were talking like chi center is like exclusive big acts yeah this would be like then you have like the slowdown um and then you have like barrel and vine and all these other little little places that have bigger national acts that do come through mm-hmm. um and you can see them in more of a, like an intimate setting because it's not there's only like 300 people that can be held in this place or whatever the case yeah. may be 
That's the place but, they have an uh, outdoor patio, right? Like up top. I think so. I've never actually been in the place before. Yeah. So me either. The, I've heard that it's really, really cool. The, there's that. There's all these places that are kind of popping up recently that I'd never heard of, but they're they must just be dumping a lot of money into uh having good live music through there to draw crowds and mm-hmm. and I'm just happy to be a part of it. So yeah, that's the, awesome. Uh, the uh what's the date of that show that's june 30th yeah it's a ways off right in the middle of summer oh it's great i'm all about that yeah summer show during the summer evening shows are the best i've got some shows coming up i've got um in glenwood iowa next thursday for saint patty's day at the uh American Legion in Glenwood, Iowa. Um, and then Saturday I play, or I think Friday actually, uh, back at uh, Skybox. And then I've got some others booked. I can't remember all of them off the top of my head, but it's music season starting up. So, which is nice because. I'm a bit rusty. I was playing right before we started this, and I'm like, God, uh, I need to get back into this. Yeah, you'll get it. Oh. <clears throat> yeah, brother. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, so the point is, is, why don't you get out of your house and go enjoy the things that are right near you? Uh, you know, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to do with I want to go see the new Batman movie. And, uh, but I'm like, well, we got to get a sitter. I can't just go by myself. Like all yeah. this stuff plays into it. What's, like, the yeah. most, what's the most recent movie you saw? Movie? Oh, probably Halloween Kills was the last one. Really? I think that was, yeah, that was in October last year. Yeah, that's, uh, that was the last one. I don't go to the, like, don't go to the movies too often, even though we have Exarbon Cinema like a mile down the road. Yeah. And I I probably, if I lived by myself and like had no responsibility, I would be out doing that kind of stuff all the time. Yeah. A lot um, easier when you're young. Yeah. Obviously. Your <laughs> <laughs> um, the, uh, you know, those are things that I guess whenever I'm on the road, I try to go do things. So it's like, then it's not having to corral everybody into it or, Mm -hmm. or whatever. And it's hard now, but yeah, it's been, uh, what about you, man? What's the last movie you went and saw in theaters? I took JP to see Uncharted. Uncharted. I've never even heard of that. Yes, sir. It's a movie based off a video game. Oh, okay. And Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg are in it. Really? Is that like newer? Yeah. Must be. Yeah, it's in the theater right now. It's pretty fun. Was it? Yeah. I would say it's like um, it gives you the same feel as like an Indiana Jones type, you know, adventure. Is Mark Wahlberg the Indiana Jones figure in this one? He is kind of, yeah. It's not, it's not the exact same. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, he he kind of plays like the old man. It's a little bit really, weird. yeah. He's getting older, though. He is. I know it makes me feel old. But he's still like lean and mean. The dude is a fucking animal. Yeah, I think he works out more than I do. I mean, I don't know how much you work out, but I think it's like at 2 a.m. Yeah, it's about, yeah, 3.30 in the morning for me, but that's the only quiet time in the house. <clears throat> yeah, I remember I used to follow Jocko Willink before I was just like, okay, this is too much. Like following <laughs> some of those guys, it's like David Goggins yeah. and all that. It's like, okay, this is way too much in your face all the time. Um, and 
he used to post his times of the day that he was uh, working out or whatever. And it'd be like three, three thirty, And I was like, ah, I'm never going to do that. Now here I am like forced to do it. Yeah. Uh, because, because if I don't, obviously I'm not going to work out. So, I mean, you could just take a picture of your watch every morning. Yeah. And just say, Hey, this is what, what I'm doing. Right. No yeah. one else is doing that. It could be like, you're right. I could live with myself, I guess. <laughs> no. <Wow. clears throat> no, but uh what else is new? Radwash is kicking up. It's it's going right now. It's pretty sweet. I mean, this week the weather sucked, so things kind of slow down. It's really sucks. You have these ebbs and flows or whatever. I mean, like normal, but it's like we were just talking before this transition with the weather. We had 70 degree weather last week. This week we're you know, getting snowed out and next and week it's, it's going to be seventies again, you know, a couple of days. So is it, that's nice. Yeah. My, uh, I've been watching and this is how old I'm getting. Um, I've been watching like yard taking care of, like taking care of your yard yeah. videos on YouTube. Nice. I started following this guy and I'm like, what have I become? The things that I care about nowadays. The yard guy. That's I think that's his name, the yard yeah. guy. Nice. I have and, a couple uh, of neighbors who are they just go nuts with their lawns and and I just can't keep up. I'm like, I've had to throw in the towel. Fuck it, guys. I'm sorry. I'm just I'm not your guy. I'm not gonna be the, the lawn guy. I will get my lawn done and it will look decent. But precision lines things like this no i'm good yeah i didn't you know i had to like mess around with it enough to like figure out how to get the lines in the yard and all this stuff mm-hmm. and i finally figured it out i honed it in but now it's just like now i want a nice yard to be able to enjoy and i've got a retaining wall out here in the front of my house that's oh my god it's just like deteriorating mm-hmm. and I want to replace it, but I'm like afraid to see what a price tag on having somebody do that would be because it's not like I'm back home where I can just go, oh, I'm going to take these, put them in my truck and go throw them off a bridge somewhere, all these rocks. But uh, (laughs) I kind of have to have somebody that like will take them, take them away and then build the wall. And I just don't have those kind of skills like I feel like it would be easy to get those kind of skills, but I would have to go like work with somebody to figure it out. I couldn't just. uh... And then your time is gone. Right. Right. And uh, I could probably watch some YouTube tutorials on how to do it, but then I'm like, what if I fuck it up? Like, and then I got to live with it. And your wall falls over. Right. Yeah. Like the soil moves, shoves the wall over and it falls on like my truck. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> yes. Well, we got to start over. Yeah. Again. <laughs> yeah. It would just be better to have a professional, somebody who knows what they're doing, come in and do it yeah. and take all the crap away too at the same time. Get that bid. Get it done. Yeah yeah it sounds nice i just keep picturing like five thousand dollars in my head and i'm like uh, uh yeah yeah well, i'm sure there's a lot of omaha companies that could chuck in a truck come help you out <laughs> chuck, chuck is a nice truck. guy okay yeah i'm sure sure he is i'm sure he'll eat out of my trash and fix my wall Yep, wall looks great. Don't call me with any problems. Yeah, because I'm gonna I'm gonna delete your number and block you. Yep. Once it's up, once it's once it's up, I figure I could probably figure out the rest. Like, oh, he didn't do this right or something, and I could probably do it myself. But I want to be a part of it. Like, I would want like if so, I hired somebody to come out here and do it. I'd be like, yeah, let's let's do this, Mm -hmm. and let me be a let me be a part of it. I'm sure there's, I'm probably work with some smart enough guys that could be able to like 
Hell yeah, I'll come over and sit in a lawn chair and tell you what to do. Yep. Yeah. Offer some pizza and some cold drinks and be good. And just watch. Just tell me what to do. I will do the physical labor. I just need told what else to do. Stack those blocks. Yep. Get them. I'm pretty sure just the base. The base of of the of the retaining wall is the most important part because then it's just all like stack on top after that. Right. I have no idea what it uh, what it means to build a retaining wall. I don't either, and I don't want to fuck around with it. <laughs> <laughs> but it can't. It couldn't. I mean, you just have to like order order the blocks, have them delivered in my driveway. But it's the getting rid of the old blocks that would be the. I mean, I could put them in the back of my truck and go dump them somewhere. I'm sure I have no Certainly, place. There's people that'll come pick it up. Those haul junk. Yeah. Yeah, and then that's where the $5,000 comes into play with everything that I have invested. It's like, oh, I could just had somebody else do this. That feels like a $100 job. Maybe. I'm sure somebody wants River Rock because that's literally what it is. Well, even better, you could sell it. Yeah. I could uh, find another use for it. Or that. Yep. Yeah. I think it's uh, also almost time to uh, start thinking about what I want in my garden this year. Oh. Yeah, last, last year? year. Uh, corn, beets, um, cucumbers. I had some green peppers in there that didn't make it. Um, what else did I have? I think that was about all I had room for in there in my little spot back here. Mm. Corn turned out good. The beets were great. <laughs> so many cucumbers that I was starting to throw them away. I'm like, oh my, stop coming. Stop yeah. making cucumbers. I don't think I'll do that again this year because we couldn't keep up with like how many we had and nobody else wanted them. Yeah. I'm like, come on. <laughs> um, so I'll probably get something that's a little bit, because that was like, high maintenance too because that thing those vines like grow on everything yes and it, it was a huge pain but yeah i'm sure i'll get i'll think of something that uh like i want some uh spinach would be mm -hmm. good i think and, you uh, want that early yeah i've got to look and see what all i need uh, and lettuce probably would be a good one at least like one or two lettuce plants and yeah i tried lettuce last year it grew it worked out great <clears throat> i let it go and didn't really i wasn't sure like when to harvest it um as if i like forgot how to use google um but anyway one day we're we're at home and we're eating lunch with the kids and we make some sandwiches or something like this and I was like, oh, we have like fresh lettuce. I'm going to go grab this from the garden and we're going to have some salad. You can put it on your sandwich, whatever. I bring it in and one of the kids eats it and they're chewing on it and they're like, okay. And then all of a sudden they were just like kind of spit it out. I was like, what's going on? They're like, this is like spicy. And I'm like, what are you talking about? So I grab a handful and throw it in my mouth and I start chewing on it. And sure enough, it just too far gone. Apparently you're supposed to harvest <laughs> lettuce and it's pretty young. Spicy. Yeah, like it basically tasted like horseradish. Oh my goodness, basically rotting. It was at rotting. that point. Yeah, yeah. I think you like as soon as it like opens up, like it's like a flower, a giant flower. And as soon as it opens up, that's when you're supposed to like go, whoosh, go get it. Yeah. I yeah. learned that after the fact. Yeah, we like whenever I was growing up, we had. We had a huge garden. We're talking like a couple thousand square foot. Like oh, nice. it, it was big. And we had rows and rows and rows and rows of corn and uh, rows and rows of lettuce and, and all this stuff. And we would har harvest it all. And then my mom would um, can it. Mm -hmm. So we had like all the vegetables for the year or everything we canned that year. 
and um we never literally bought ever bought like canned food ever mm-hmm. and we had our own chickens that we uh would uh murder and then we had like a freezer just full of chickens probably like always had like 18 to 20 full chickens in the freezer and then we had we always had like one cow around um that we would kill at the end of the year and and uh pieces off every now and then (laughs) (laughs) yeah just out there with a cheese grater like sorry cow give me some of that thigh give me give me that jerky Mm. That good stuff <laughs> off the back, your fat ass. <laughs> um, and then, uh, oh my god, yeah, that was about the extent of farm animals that we had. But we took care of horses and stuff too. But yeah, the the garden itself was always the big money maker for us. And we we chopped our own wood. I mean, life was just like a lot different growing up than it was. Than it is now. It's like yeah. I miss I miss that. Just the satisfaction of going out and cutting down trees all day and mm-hmm. and coming back and splitting wood. And I miss having a place where I had to do that. Yeah. And yeah. I would I would love to get there at some point. That's kind of like the later on when kids goal. graduate high school type thing. Yeah. Yeah. That would be more self-reliant and and like i don't i don't know that leslie would ever want to live like that but i definitely would if you're just outside the city i feel like it's no different you just live a little bit further away than everybody else that's it right i think yeah i think if you go into like council bluffs area like mm-hmm. just out outside of council bluffs you could get a you could get a farmhouse with with a few acres and it's just right right now wouldn't be the time to do it because it's super expensive but right but uh yeah that that would be ideal is is even i i don't know that i'd want to have like chickens and all that stuff just because there's like a lot of upkeep with them Mm -hmm. and there's always like oh shit something's gonna coyotes are gonna get in there and murder them right but uh but it would be sweet to have like a hen house and like get fresh eggs every morning and, and all that. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I being self-reliant, like growing your own food, having a few chickens with the eggs and all that, that would be clutch. Yeah. You save a lot of money. Like with a garden, the amount of money oh, for sure. produce, if you just plant what you buy the most of, you know what I'm saying? Like you just knock that off your grocery bill. You're in it for whatever the plants cost you. Yep. And your like, time. We, I guess you have to tend to the garden, but right. But I mean, that's that's not hard, especially okay. if you don't have like a very like mine is like maybe four by ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean it's enough to have like one row of corn and couple other rows of some small things and it's just satisfying to go out and look what i grew oh yeah i i paid a dollar for this pack of seeds and now i have like twenty dollars worth of of uh yeah crap so many tomatoes i can't eat them all yeah tomatoes were another big one too was yeah yeah Yeah, we'll do those again we just have like little garden boxes so I've got like four of them, but it equals probably about the same amount of space you have. Mm. So there's not a lot. And tomatoes take up quite a bit of space. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd probably have like one one tomato plant just because like you got to like take into consideration, can you keep up with how much you're going to produce? Like, what are you going to do with them? Or are you just going to let them rot or what? Right. You know, and that's... uh that's something I, I would be out there like, ah, trying to eat them all just so I didn't yeah. waste them. And I'm like, God, help yeah. me. It's also cool to have the kids go out and like harvest too. Cause then they kind of get yeah. to be part of it. Right. 
Like you don't have to rely on a grocery store to get food. Like, look, you just filled up an entire basket. And you can have salad, you can have salsa, you know, whatever. Yep. Awesome. Hmm. I'm looking at images right now on a screen. Um, You can't see it, but it's like all nature images and it's really making me want to go on a hiking trip. I want to go. Uh, I just I just talked to some people in Florida today, and they were like, "Yeah, it's eighty degrees down here," and I'm like, oh, "It's snowing, kind of here." Yeah. Stupid. Why do I live here? <laughs> this is God's country. God's country. Yeah. <laughs> Makes people hard. So, I guess. <laughs> I often wonder that same thing. I used to say it all the time. Like, why do I live here? Why did I never leave? Yada, yada. Yeah. But as I get older, I'm like, it's fine. It's fucking fine. Yeah. It's safe relatively. It's good people, generally speaking. Quiet enough for the kids. Good schools. Yeah. And you I just don't leave. I just don't want to live in, in the city anymore. I'm like yeah. over over it, like driving in the city. And I would rather live like towards Lincoln somewhere to where mm-hmm. I would only have to come in that far into the actual city to, to go to work. And then I don't have to worry about driving through the city to get back home. Well, like that's I'm pretty sure... John Herbs, when he comes on, will have a perfectly fine argument of why moving closer to Lincoln is better. Of course. Yeah, I mean, I drill in Lincoln. I I uh, work closer to Lincoln than I do um, not to Lincoln. Um, whatever that means. And <laughs> All I can see is the meme where they're, like, trying to math it. All the math problems. Yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe one day I wouldn't ever want to live in Lincoln, but yeah, yeah, screw that. I've driven in Lincoln. That's worse than driving in Omaha. Put up a stop sign already. What are we? What are we doing? We're asking for accidents, right? Well, here's a here's the thing about Omaha though, is anytime it snows, all of the stoplights are at the top of hills. So this is true. Once you, you have to come to a complete stop before yeah. even getting over the top of the hill. And so then you have to hope and get to God you're able to start back up again. Yeah. And when I was 16, I had a manual transmission. That's the worst it, in snow areas. It was incredible. You learn how to drive. I mean, they, yeah. they, like people. Like in other cities, it rains and like they lose their fucking minds. Like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. The roads are wet. Yeah. It's like, how about stop at a a stoplight at the top of the hill when it's snowing and you have manual transmission and you're sliding backwards? Well, I feel like everybody should learn how to drive on a manual anyway, but they really should. That should be a prerequisite to driving. My first truck was, yeah, uh, manual and learned how to drive it in pastures on a farm and then of course took it on the streets and i loved it yeah i I, I miss it i wish i still had it actually yeah i'm partial to manual transmissions i like them the driving experience is way better yeah for sure you have to focus yes you can't be on your phone (laughs) until you hit cruise and then you're good Right. The best time to be on your phone is when you're going 50 miles an hour, just cruising along. <laughs> uh, do you think that uh, electric cars are going to make a surge now? Yes. <laughs> I think they're, it's too far. We're too far gone. It's every company. I think, uh, what was it? Ford is going to be like building a whole bunch of dedicated plants to or to split their company some shit happened with Ford and I think they're focusing a lot on their electric vehicle production 
Yeah. But I think other companies are doing the same thing. I, you know, I think, well, gonna... uh, was it Bentley? Bentley made the announcement that within five years, I think, um, somebody can double check that. I'm not going to right now, but I think it's within five years. They're going to be completely electric. Oh, really? Huh? Yeah. Oh, Elon Musk, uh, made it. But you know what's funny? As I remember in fifth grade, and we're talking like 90s. So this was fifth grade. How old are you in fifth grade? Like 10? 10, 11, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I would, it would have been 1995, 96. And our math teacher. Her son was in school and college at Mizzou in Missouri, and they built a solar car then, Mm -hmm. I remember, and they drove it across the United States. So this isn't like brand new technology. This is like, it's been a a thing for a while, but it just hasn't, uh, you know, until now where it's mass produced. Yeah. I don't don't think think, to do it at scale is a whole different thing. And I don't think think that's where Elon Musk kind of paved the way. Is every Tesla, is it every single one electric? Yes. Are they? And there's no gas operated option, like half electric, half, like it's got a gas tank or anything like that. My knowledge, that's correct. There's no hybrid option. It's all electronic. But then, um, even like you buy the car, but then you have to have a have a charging station put into your house. Right. Right. And that's the whole to... thing is like the car itself is electric, but you still have to use coal to like power the thing. You know what I mean? Like until we figure Some... out like how to scale a different type of energy, like that's cleaner having the car doesn't necessarily help i don't think yeah but how do you do that like if you don't have a garage say like not everybody has a garage have your charger i don't know i'd imagine they would just install it on the outside of your house but you'd still be you'd still have to be able to get close enough to your house right but then if you move think about that like there's these things that people I wouldn't think about at the time. I would just be like, I'm going to get a Tesla. And then you're like, wow, I don't even park in my garage. I uh, wonder how, yeah, there's a lot. I have a lot of questions about those, but, and how it's charged. If it's just like worked into your regular, like electric bill or, or what. I would imagine it is. I wonder if you pulling power off of the grid to charge your car. Yeah, but then if the grid goes down, you're you're, you're fucked. You're fucked. Old gasoline yeah. make you come back then. Right, that's where like in the movie you have your old fucking Chevelle that's sitting in the garage and it's all tarped up. When you take it off, you're like, <laughs> "Yeah, motherfuckers, I'm the only one that yeah. can drive." Fuck yeah! <clears throat> it's like a uh, I am legend scenario where right. it's like. That, that was funny. I saw a meme yesterday where it said it had a picture of like the, the gas, gas prices on yes. I Am Legend. It's like we have hit I Am Legend gas prices. Yes. And it was like $6 and something a gallon. California, they are feeling it. Oh, yeah. I couldn't imagine being in California and paying $5 a gallon for gas. Yeah. Dude, if you have be, a small business like a small courier business or something like that where you're just driving all the time or even the those like uber drivers there like yeah that's got to be killing them like i imagine people stop doing that stuff because it's cost prohibitive right then it like makes you think are all these things trying to drive something else away like gas prices are spiked so they're trying to drive away other things and well, oh. gas is too expensive, then maybe you can just buy an electric vehicle. You don't have to worry about gas. And then the grid, then we're going to shut down the grid so they just can't go anywhere. I mean, this is crazy talk. We can't be. 
entertaining these types of thoughts. I mean, I didn't think I'd be entertaining half the shit that I've lived through the past couple of years, <laughs> but here we are. Right. A pandemic? No way. They're going to make us wear masks on our face everywhere we go. Right. Not on my watch. In several cities, you can't even like do things without showing some vaccine card. Yeah. Which now that's not even a thing anymore. I'm curious to see because how long it takes for uh, airlines to do away with mask mandates. I heard today that they were talking about somebody mentioned, I don't know what I was listening to. I can't remember, but it was somebody mentioned that they were talking about getting rid of them soon. I hope so. Cause that's like the most uncomfortable thing in the world is wearing a mask on a plane. Like it's, it's already like hot before you take off. And then, it was the most ridiculous shit I ever did. Like, I think in my life. Like, I can understand thinking that the mask is, like, the thing to do, right? Totally understand that. But when you say, like, you have to be six feet apart or whatever the fuck, but when you get on a plane, you're touching the person next to you. I mean, if you're schlepping it in coach like we do, yeah, you're – you're touching the person next to you. This mask is not doing shit. And every time I take it off to eat or drink or whatever, and I did that often because then you don't have to wear your mask. Like now I'm just breathing in your face anyway. Yeah. It's like who, I mean, I don't know. Half the time I'm just like, I want to argue it. And the other half I'm like, I don't want to argue this. I never could bring myself to actually argue it. I'm just having this argument in my brain. Like, Ever made these rules is an idiot. That's just. Yeah, Matt Fauci. Old Fauci. Or whoever. Old Tony. Yeah. Tony Fauci. Tony Fauci. That's his, that's his street name. He just looks, looked, he looks like a rat. He like looks a rat. like a fucking Poindexter. He's like, oh, I can, I got you now. Oh, yes, let's get them. Uh, Yes, you don't don't need a mask, but oh, wait, yes, you do. You need three at the same time. Yeah. And airports are where you see like the most like ridiculous people as far as like mask, face shield, full like Tyvek suit. And you're like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, oh, my God. If you're that scared of this whole thing, why the fuck are you here? Like, why are you at an airport traveling? Right. You should walk. Wherever you need to go, you should yes. walk. Do the, the least amount of contact possible. Yeah. Don't come here and, you know, startle the rest of us. Right. Why do you have Some, a hazmat suit on? Right. Because there's people that get shook. They get shook up. Right. They see them old, old boys in them Tyvek suits, and they're like, oh, man, is there a radiation leak? Right. <laughs> somebody well, leaks them. See somebody walking around in one of those suits, and you start looking around for, like, the little monkey in outbreak. You're like, what's going on? What's... Yeah, who right. bit who? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, I'll be glad when it's behind us, and it's just like, hey, it was more of like Biden's like, yeah, I made a mistake. And now we're, this didn't happen. Russia, you heard of them? Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, you remember that guy? The guy that, you know, Vladimir wants to take over the world. Anybody named Vladimir is a total a douche. Right off the bat. Giant Why bag of shit. Name? You could shorten your name to Vlad and it doesn't sounds like you're a nice person right hey vlad the impaler right who the fuck are you yeah why are you still alive like who named you that 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 was like within the past you know 70 years how the fuck he is like dude you have a douchey name you have a stupid face and (laughs) i've watched I've watched your workout videos and you are absolutely awful at working out. Like 
You're not good. And I, I mean, I hope to be working out when I'm 70, whatever. But I'm in my 70s. Yeah, tear your rotator cuff the way he, he's doing so, the workouts that he's doing. Anyway. Well, I don't follow Putin for my workout tips. No. I follow Biden. <laughs> Biden's at home workout, sweating he's to the oldies. Walking slowly on a treadmill. So today, um, we're going to. Kind of falling over. <laughs> Oh, 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 this <laughs> point point one on the uh, treadmill here is a little quick for all JB. Um, so <laughs> we're gonna slow her down to. I'm gonna walk at my own pace. Yeah. Did you happen Not, to watch the State of the Union about last week? A, I think a little bit of it, and dude, like watching Nancy Pelosi in the background, I was like, "You are a total fucking creep." She's like rubbing her hands together. This weird. Yes. I mean, I'm sure yes. she was cold or something, but like, I think she forgot that like this national camera is like right fucking on her. Or she didn't. And she or she didn't. Weird. Like, I don't know. But yeah. I, I was watching it and listen, I wasn't like against anything that Biden was saying necessarily. Like, I was like, yeah, man, you're saying some shit I like right now. But it seemed like every time he had an opportunity to like really nail like a point or make like some quotable moment that's going to go down in history you know what i mean like people are going to be playing flashbacks of this you know or replays of this particular say the union at some point and he blew it every fucking time it yeah. wasn't until the very last one where he got excited uh where he like nailed it but every single one after before that he just completely shit the bed <clears throat> well like half of the stuff it's like do you not know how a good time to deliver something is like like the uh we've pretty much beat the pandemic and all this and i'm like what i think like along the lines with everybody else in the united states like what are you saying again like it's not a thing now and we're not gonna take any crap from russia it's like, dude, we are taking crap from Russia right now. Right. Like, you know, we're we're uh, not 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 doing our part apparently. So, I I saw a, <clears throat> or read an article today that said that we officially like advised against Poland giving them the jets, the MIGs or whatever they are the Soviet era jets. Um, the United States was like, no, we're not going to do that. I'm going to oversimplify this. But from what I remember from the article, it was basically like Poland's like, yeah, we'll give them the jets, but we're going to fly them. Are we going to transport them to a U.S. base in Germany? And then you guys can give them to them. Silly. And it's the whole fucking thing is stupid because, I mean, if Putin is doing all of this, and part of his agenda is to see like how the Western Alliance holds up and stays together. You know what I'm saying? And like, we can't, we're doing these stupid ass things. Like Poland's like, fuck, we weren't even ready for you guys to say that we're going to give them jets. And then, yeah, we'll give them the jets, but you guys got to give them to them. So it looks bad for you, not for us type thing. It's like, what the fuck right. are we doing? Yeah. We're right next to Russia. We don't want to be fucked up. <laughs> yeah. For fuck's sake. Mm. Meanwhile, Zelensky's over there just holding down the fort. Yeah. Doing God's work. Shit, man. It's uh, I just hate it every time I open my phone and I'm I see another headline of, you know, oh a maternity hospital got bombed or whatever. It's like fuck, there's a lot of people like losing their lives over there. Yeah, for really no reason. But what are you gonna do, right? Sit back watching the news. Watch, yep. <clears throat> Talk about it on I the Law's Best podcast. Yeah, I did donate one hundred dollars to the, the uh, Save Our Allies campaign, which is like ex like special forces that were going over there to provide aid to the local mil- military and militia. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, oh, I did that at least. Yeah, felt good. 
And, uh, yeah, they uh, they did some good work over in Afghanistan when whenever all that shit was going down last year. How did you go about donating? Um, I follow Tim Kennedy on Instagram, which he was the one that kind of posted it. Tim Kennedy's like the MMA, ex-MMA dude, ex-Special Forces guy. Um, and uh, I just found it through him. And then I just did a little bit of research on what they actually do. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like, that seems like my money would go to what they're saying it's going to go to. Good. So Yeah. Yep. So if anybody's interested, it's called Save Our Allies. S-O-A. Nice. Uh, well, man, I think I'm going to get off of here because I am sleepy and yep. I feel like feel like I'm just trying to create things to talk about at this point. That's all right. That's what a conversation is. <laughs> Let's, uh, I think we have, uh, <clears throat> we're going to get a list of our next guests to come on and, uh, I think uh, probably John Erbst is going to be in the lineup. I, I mean, I don't see a reason why he's not next. Yep. Him and uh, I don't know yet. Maybe we should probably have Kerry Hayes back on here at some point because he was in Saudi Arabia recently filming something and I have no idea what. So we could get the inside scoop on that. Yep. Um, so we'll plan on something next week while I'm in Chicago so I can share what the old hockey game was like, the hockey match. Nice. Well, I mean, if you want to, while you're there, just stop over at um, Mike's house, and I'm sure he'd love to come on. Jordan? Yeah. Michael Jordan. Oh, yeah. Mike. You and, him, you and him are yeah. first. We go by yeah. Mike. Mike. He calls me Jay. Oh. It's no big deal. Mike Michael J. You got a buddy <laughs> named Fox. Oh, Mikey. Oh. He's like, he just calls you Jordan. He's like, you're the real J. Right, buddy. <laughs> All right. I am gonna get out of here. Yeah, let's get out of here. All right, guys. Until next Thanks time. For, Thanks for tuning in. Remember. Follow us on Instagram at Rad Country Omaha. Follow us on Facebook at Rad Country. And anywhere that you listen to podcasts, which is what you're doing right now, continue doing that. You are awesome. And latest elements. Later. Whoa. 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 Whoa.